are listening to episode number 66 of the 11th Hour Podcast, a weekly podcast about Rancid. I am Sam Bancana of Tobacco Records. I was going to say, I'm your host, but I guess we don't do that. And you are... I'm your co-host, Brad Rose there you go. of Foxy Digitalis. And I'm going to talk... You should say that now. I'm going to talk this way through the entire episode. Because we're hosts and co-hosts. Maybe we should say co-hosts. I don't know. No. Whatever. Anyways, uh, each week, one of us, uh, each week, one of us picks a ranted or ranted adjacent song and talks about all our complicated feelings about said song. This week was my pick, and I picked the deep, complex, long, involved track <laughs> that is... Loki from Ranger. All right, so Loki, the something track from uh, <laughs> Ransom 2000. Uh, the second shortest track from what we could tell from Ransom 2000. And what's interesting, according to this Wikipedia, I was actually trying to look at my, um, my copy of the CD to confirm this. But while this is a, a Lars Sang song, that's how you talk, right? Uh <laughs> It is a officially, according to that at least, this is would count as a Tim songwriting credit. Really? Yeah, because it says all songs written by Tim except for the noted songs, and, it's... and it is not a noted song. Huh? I would have never guessed. I think some of the vibe is actually. I mean, it surprised me. But, like, I can kind of see it in retrospect. Like, it yeah. has such a vibe of poison, and it's it fits the vibe of this record that's, so much that, oh, like... That's true. That's fair. Like, like, what Tim was trying to do with the record. Like, I could see him being like, hey, I wrote this for you to get you, like, in line with what I'm doing with this record with Don Giovanni and Poison and... That's a very Tim Antennas, move. you know, like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's like... These very short songs that are very aggressive. Let's it's the most aggressive Lars song in the history of Lars, right? Like Right. Um you know, it's it's the most it's kind of what I think a lot of people think of their first time through the record. They hear poison, they hear um I don't know, uh, uh I don't, there's one I'm thinking of that I cannot remember. Uh Corruption and Black Hawk Down and, you know, yeah. I, I Am Forever. These really aggressive songs is what, like, really disgruntled, you know, really stuck in my head the first time through the record, uh, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like, God, you, I think that was the vibe they're going for. Right, sorry, you just saying Black Hawk Down is like, now I have that song repeating in my head. <laughs> so, <laughs> can I go do the, the, the hoedown, Black Hawk yeah. hoedown? Uh, oh my God, they need to do a bluegrass version of that. Anyway. I, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. Uh, I mean, it is a bluegrass yeah. version well, already, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah no, like, that makes sense. That... And it's a very Tim move to be like, "No, here's what we're going for on this record." And I wrote this song for you. 
Yeah, like, and like, how you, hard can you go, Lars? Right, like, like, give me your craziest vocal take. Oh my god! And it, yeah, I mean, is that the is that the place to start? <laughs> yeah, I think you can't talk about this this song without talking about like Lars just being like almost um, unrecognizably violent to his vocals. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's so it's so impressive to me, <laughs> like that he, and I wonder. It's, I hope for his sake. They he, they got it on the first take <laughs> because it sounds. Just I mean, painful. it almost feels like you couldn't have to well, even get to that vocal. That's true. Know? I mean, it, yeah, it's the like it just keeps getting <laughs> his throat keeps rougher getting bloodier and, and bloodier. And <laughs> it's like oh, it's it's yeah. I mean, it's it's so intense and it's so. I, I like I, 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 I that sort of like grain in his voice that like the distortion is yeah. so good it reminds me i remember this makes me think of when i was like 11 or whatever and i first heard nirvana and like kurt cobain had could t- few people have had been able to do that like distorted singing in you know sort of an aggressive yeah, yeah, music yeah. context like him and so anytime i hear like i'm not saying i'm not saying this is like nirvana or anything no 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 but, but i know what you're talking that about. kind yeah. of thing when it's like done really well it just it gets me on this sort of like subconscious level or something yeah no 100 like it's just and you know that like they're pretty aggressive about like not a ton of at least noticeable studio magic so like mm-hmm. the aggression in this record is like one or two distortion pedals at most you know like not a lot of you know like not doing a lot of processing you know like i let me go i guess so that's why it's so like shocking right you know, that there's like a, <laughs> a like a flanger you know or whatever it is you know and so like like it is kind of amazing when there's texture like rancid doesn't have a lot of texture mm-hmm. besides just like oh that's their signature guitars have a specific texture you know what i mean like that's about it and then this record is full of texture where they're like pushing themselves and their and their instruments like i was thinking about like I was listening to a chunk of this record when I was this morning and I was like, Oh, ramping up to have this conversation. And I was like, something we maybe talked about a little bit, but like the amount of harmonics Matt is playing on this record when he's playing the bass is kind of interesting. And there's a lot more like weird bass sounds on this record, you know, because and weird quote unquote, you know, sure, right. Like, weird for rancid. Right. right. Like, right. And, and like, <laughs> you know, like things that just like, they all just feel like they're pushing yeah you know to to not sound like i think they did two records where they were refining their sound you know and they're like okay throw all that out you know and i hope that's brett you know kind of influencing them you know in a good way in production to be like yeah but play it crazier or play it raw or play it (laughs) go harder go fucking harder harder. yeah exactly (laughs) like the classic sort of producer thing, like getting a crazier take out of them and like, or like, yeah, but can you play that? But that can you shift up an octave in the middle of it? Or, you know, like, and, and it feels like there was a little bit of that in all their playing and singing and, and, and then we got this crazy record for it. That is like a one of a kind thing in their discography. And it is interesting to, to talk about this right after kind of having our big, the big thing last week was like, all right, were we just fooling ourselves with this whole discussion about the three great records? It's obviously like 1A is, or even just one, oh. is now coming the walls, and then two is a shared life. Right, 2A and 2B. You know, the, 
Yeah, exactly. Are are these two and like they're for very different reasons. Kind of the messiness of life won't wait and all the experimentalization on that is like really fun, but like it's a mess. And then this one's like completely like sharp and, and right. diamond and spiky and perfect. But it's like you know you better like screaming and <laughs> right. one minute right. songs. You know what I mean uh, on this and like I think that this is the perfect like. Uh, I don't know. It is it, even just listening to this for a minute. I was like, this record is very, very good. You know, it is, it doesn't have all, it just it doesn't paint with the wide brush though. The reason this is so interesting as a record is it doesn't paint with the right. broad brush that Rance is it's, capable yeah, of. Yeah. It's kind of got blinders on in a way. And yeah, like, but yeah. in a really, in a, in a way that's really effective, but that, but it's like this narrow band, right. right? Like it's like, it's like you've cut off the bands and been like, and it like introduced something new and not only did it narrow down, but it was like, and go harder than you've ever gone to. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the other thing is I thought I could, I knew most of these lyrics, but like the first half of the song, I was like, I don't know if I knew those lyrics. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I was, I had the same thing. I was looking at it. I don't know. An hour ago or something. And I was, yeah, I don't know that I realized it either and i think it's supposed to be like 60 words right well and the other thing that i kind of i mean it makes sense duh it's 47 so, like seconds long but i was like oh i didn't realize that it only did the like course yeah t- like once like that part yeah i thought it was twice i thought there were i thought it was like a verse course verse course i didn't know this is like a this is like it, um it's like an abc sequential song yeah. like yeah yeah exactly i was about to say it's like What's the name of the uh, sequential writing or whatever? Yeah. Like where you you only go, you never repeat. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like minimalism. Or something. Right. It's like it's like a little poem that he wrote, and it's not a. It doesn't have any like song structure to it. It just goes. It's just like a little like, and a lot of these songs kind of feel like they are introducing the next song. Right. You know, it, you know, it's like a series of introductions that are like falling on each other, and that's kind of the magic of the songs. And, and then you'll get to a breather song, and you'll be like, oh my god, you right, know, like like. Let me go, or Rwanda, or or Radio right. Vina, right? Or whatever will will pop up, and you'll be like, "Oh, oh. catch my breath!" <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like leaning on a tree, you know, like. <laughs> but like that—that that is the magic of this record. I mean, we've talked this record probably to death in that way, but that is the magic of this record. And um, I don't know. It, it, it is the one that is the hardest to reconcile with the like. Oh, is it the best? But like. It's so hard. It's like saying, like, it's almost like saying, is a side project the best? Yeah. I think that's a... Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect sense to me. That's like... And sometimes... Well, and it's... Sometimes, like, a side project is the best. Very rarely. Like, maybe not a side project. Maybe, I don't know. I'm just thinking of a... It's the thing I reviewed on today's Foxy Digital's Daily. It's this collaboration... Uh, two artists who are really great on their own but this is like there's part of me it's like god this is maybe the best thing either of them have done like mm. to, you know like together there's some yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. um but yeah no that makes a lot of sense this does feel like it feels like it it feels like rancid but it, but it also feels so far outside of everything else especially like with what we were talking about like it's the sh- second shortest song we ever did the shortest song is the first song of the song right <laughs> 
this vocal take, we've never heard anything like it. The only thing even close to it is like Dead Bodies or right. something, which is another song from this album. Right. You know, like, like, the only like, things you can compare it to are other things on this album. Other songs on this record, you know, like, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, like, uh, it just, it, it's a weird one to pick up. And I've always kind of in my head been like, well, there's that one. And then there's the rest of the Ransom catalog. And really, there's probably these other chunkings that we can do. And in a lot of ways, I think sometimes we're realizing How Come the Wolves is kind of like that too. Like, there's, right. there's a lot of things on How Come the Wolves that they never did again. Yeah, I think. And the, I wonder what that's about. I think, well, I, think, I feel like the biggest difference there is that there are a lot of things on Outcome the Wolves that they never did again, but that they have tried to like recreate. Mm, yeah. And they yeah. can't. And, yeah. and, and, and I get that too, because it is, you know, far and away their most successful album. You know, you look at their live shows and it's 80% yeah. Outcome the Wolves and all that. And so I totally understand trying to recreate, but I think it also, the fact that they have very clearly tried to recreate that and the fact that they can't speaks to there was some sort of like supernatural thing or something that happened that made that record but but i do agree that this is like well i you know i don't know maybe there are like moments that appear, I, i'm trying to think of st- where this one came back i know a lot of people thought that tomorrow never comes was going to be like the this you know oh it's gonna be like yeah. into, and it's not at all like other than the fact that songs are short it's like no like the dropkick Murphys album it's like, it's <laughs> right. like a whole other thing like yeah um uh yeah so i uh, yeah i the the only other thing i feel like sometimes people catch us out for like not talking about something that's like an obvious thing uh because it's like on the day we talked about a record i wasn't thinking about something i was like oh yeah shit we should have talked about that we were talking last week so i don't want to belabor the point but like this is an obvious first dipping of the toes of the danish thing right uh which again maybe tim wrote it yeah so well and then, yeah that's true um and i mean uh, and so here i this is me full-on not knowing my uh scandinavian history <laughs> but i mean loki's a norse god so no, loki's a norse and so, the danes have like a mixed thing with that for sure so but i don't think especially early on i think he is very much like vikings are vikings well i mean that's fair i i just i still think he has like a funny simplistic view of it you know what i mean like i just i think back 20 something years ago 25 years ago i had these two friends they were it was when i was in college and they were exchange students and they were from sweden and i made some comment about like sweden and norway you know oh oh man they were just like those ones especially well but then you know but so (laughs) i'm i'm always like very sensitive like ever since i'm like very sensitive like norwegians are different yeah i mean the finns are way fucking different they're completely different Um, like yeah their language has more to do with japanese than yeah yeah it's like nordic language and yeah and then there's iceland and then anyway I don't. Yeah. Anyway, so but yeah, I, I know like the tiniest bit because my wife was like a has a degree in Norwegian and was very obsessed with Norway. Really, she has a degree in Nor. She has a double degree in Nor Norwegian and microbiology. Oh my god, your wife and my wife like should be friends. <laughs> no, because my like right. my wife like she's uh, she she doesn't have a degree in like 
Scandinavian stuff, but I mean, she has uh, most of her family history, like the biggest parts of it are Norwegian and Swedish. Oh yeah. So a lot of, and so she's, I mean, she's done a lot of research, like knows a lot about it. So anyway, that's something they could. So very similar. Yeah. They'd be like, Oh, our stupid ass husbands just like fucking rancid, but let's talk about (laughs) shit. That's actually interesting. They probably, yeah. (laughs) And they both have like kind of more scientific. Right. Yeah. You're real lives. Yeah, exactly. So, So, um, our wives are just way cooler than us. So, Way better than yeah. for sure. Um, but then, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah, we were talking about. Uh, anyway, oh yeah, yes, it's yes. Uh, Lars dipping into the Danish thing. But it, I think and, the fact and, and, that it, Tim wrote it kind of throws a wrench in that, right? Also, he's definitely not using it in any no. way. He's talking about it as a metaphor for like Loki, as you know, you know, deceiving the world into violence, and you know, right. like it's this is a this is. When shit is going down, nobody's winning. Loki is winning, you know, sort of metaphor. Not, yeah. Not, um, Which is pretty good in that sense, you know? That's, no, that's it's really, pretty, yeah. pretty great. Like, I actually yeah. like the poetry of this. Yeah. Like, it's worth saying, you know? So, um, you know, the only one who's winning is Loki. Right. Versus, like, yeah, I mean, it's the whole idea of, and you know, with I mean, in our country, like, Democrats and Republicans, it's like the only people who are winning are the rich people right now. Exactly. Like, yeah. you, you know, uh, Republicans getting people foaming in the mouth about woke being woke and then uh, you know. they're like oh my god thank you yeah they're so like sweet that was you guys just focus on that shit and we're gonna just rob you blind exactly <laughs> so yeah. it's yeah 100 percent. so uh it's evergreen <laughs> yes so uh yeah i mean uh not not a ton here but it was interesting to it was interesting to return to this yeah. the other sort of big candidate candidate for best album. I would say like the, probably the most likely if you're going to make a really big push and, and, and go, yeah, it is really freaking amazing as an album, but it's also like so narrow. It's such like a, it would be like, it's not candy for every meal, but it's like whatever, pick your, your favorite, meal you know right like it, it, it's not at all it's not empty in the way candy would be but it's 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 narrow you know like it's the same meal every, every right meal, you know what i mean right. like, like yeah, candy's the wrong metaphor but it would be like oh i'm gonna have the same meal the rest of my life if i pick this one it's like my rancid album you know what i mean like yeah um yeah no i but man but it's fucking, yeah it's still like a fucking nine point i really nine do wonder what like the average person thinks of this like the average branches fan thinks like like, like the, are we outliers in thinking that this is like as good as it is yeah i don't know i wonder that too i yeah i'm i, I feel like you know as people who have done 70 plus episodes with all the bonuses and stuff on yeah. branch i feel like i have no fucking clue what people because you know a lot of people love indestructible and and for like full on i think i've reached the point where it's my least favorite rants like i think yeah. i'd rather listen to fucking roll the dice than fucking indestructible so um and, and i know that is you know people are listening to this going like so oh, fuck you dude but uh and some people are like hey i love honor you know what i mean yeah and, and roll and roll the dice and we're like oh, it's just so hard to even yeah. and i saw a lot of people were doing rankings this week on reddit on the reddit oh really they started that everybody was throwing up their personal and they were just like hanging on troublemaker and i'm like oh my god huh i can i can i can totally get it like yeah. you especially like especially if you were begging on the other ones it's easy to just be like and then they put on another one and it's like you know like 
stuff's weird, man. But like, I saw somebody loving honor and bagging on Troublemaker. I was like, wow. This fandom is really interesting. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, interesting. And I, I want to make it clear, like, yeah, that's fine. Right. That is fucking fine. Like, nobody is an arbiter of truth on this thing, but like, it does feel very different than, than where I'm at. You yeah. Know, it just feels like, are we listening to the same thing? You know? And anybody who didn't put Alk on the Walls, number one, I was starting to feel kind of judgy. <laughs> just because we already had that conversation. Right, right, right. You know, we weren't officially putting that as number one until like two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> but like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So, cool. Uh, Loki, not the longest song. Not the, <laughs> not, thing, not the shortest either. Not the shortest. <laughs> not officially the shortest. So, uh, what are we going to uh, talk about next week? Oh man, I'm. <laughs> I have two possible ones, and like one mm-hmm. of them, I'm like, God, do we want to do one of the fucking Grail songs? <laughs> You've been doing that a lot. I know, and we never do it. When was the last time? Well, I mean, we we didn't we did Heaven Knows Alley with last week. Was that one of the Holy Grail songs? That's close. Oh, I don't think so. Huh. I mean, it's close. Okay. Well, you said it was one of the best songs on the best record. So I don't know if I said it was one of the best. To... Did I? That was a week ago. I don't remember what I said. I said it's like the most anthemic. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's still. I mean, it's a great song. It's a good song. The, the, the amount of songs we have left to okay. to plow through, oh, it is in the upper eight. Okay. I'm gonna pick a song. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. Actually, I'm gonna totally change. I'm gonna pick a song that I can't even remember what it sounds like right now. <laughs> So next week we are going to do Holiday Sunrise. What is that song? It's off the first record. <laughs> what is that? I song? don't know. I can't. I was going to pick something else off the first record, but that. But I'm like, you speaking know, of being a bad. I know. Fan. So I'm like, I'll just pick a fucking number here. So there we go. Holiday Sunrise. I like the title. I like the title. I love the title. Yeah, and Holiday in between trenches and unwritten rules. I know both those songs pretty well. <sighs> Unwritten rule. <laughs> uh, what the hell is Holiday Sunrise? All right, I love it. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good pick because I know I I, I could not have told you what what record that was. Yeah, I well, and and now that I've done this and I'm feeling, I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be. I think maybe we need to have a run here. Where we just pick. We we don't think about it, and you just oh, pick yeah. an album, pull it up, and pick a song. Oh yeah, like if you think that that's not what I'm doing most of the time. Well, I know, but uh, you know, yeah, that's fair. That's <laughs> fine. I guess I'm the one fucking pulling all the weight here and thinking about it. <laughs> hey, I'm doing that because we are now at the point where we're going to get to the end of this, right, and no. it's just going to be domino. Trash. Or, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Let's not. I don't want to get in that world. We got to do one for me, one for them, one for me, one. You know, it's like kind of like that. <laughs> Take out the trash. Oh, God, it's going to be ugly. Be really the last ugly year of this podcast is going to like, uh, I'm gonna, it's, oh my God. We're going to like come out of it just because we're like, like exposure therapy being like, oh yeah, honor so much better than roll the, <laughs> roll the dominoes or whatever it's called. And we'll like, because it's all we've been looking for <laughs> like is just the comparing them to each other. Too, yeah, exactly. Oh well, I mean, we did the, are we going to actually, we're not going to pick Domino's songs, right? Because we did the whole album. I think we have to. Oh, fuck. Especially because that song, that thing sounds like ass. Like, I've been trying to clean it up, like, slowly. Uh, it is, I don't know. Okay. I think, and we're different people than we used to be. Like, <laughs> it's been a year. 
Lots of I don't know. We I, well, we've talked extensively for over a year about Rancid. I That's do think true. we're a little different than we were. That's true. God, I think we officially have to have us a episode on every main oh, Rancid. Fuck me. If, okay, we we got to start picking the shitty ones for a while. Or we're, well, at least at least it needs to be like two crappy ones and then a good one and two, two crap. Okay. Ones. All right. Well, so you got to pick a crap. Well, I don't know. I don't know that I picked a crappy one. I'm. I, I'm I don't know if you did. I actually think you probably picked. A right. I mean, one. I've been happy with every. Yeah. <laughs> first album one we've listened to. Every first album one, I've been like, wow, I love this. This is my favorite thing. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just looking at. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, the track list for Domino's, and I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna have to do L.A. River. <laughs> actually, here we're gonna do the L.A. River episode real quick right now. Boom! <laughs> no, we're gonna do. We're um, gonna do like yeah. LA River is gonna be our like penultimate episode, and we're gonna do like an oral history, and we're gonna get everybody involved <laughs> with the band. Like every. That's like, when we engineer. finally reveal our podcast to them. Somehow we. No, like no, like we'll go get all the engineers at like Skywalker Sound <laughs> who was there, and be like, "Why didn't anybody stop this from happening?" Oh like, God. Like yeah, and we'll do an oral history of like we'll like cut it up like a documentary. I feel like if we could you know, get anybody on the, from the band on the podcast, we could get Matt on here to be like, "Why did you let them make you do that? Why did you let why them did make you go?" Up? I'm Matt, <laughs> and I'm here to say, "We love you, man. I know we love you, uh, but we want to know why." <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was rude. We're not supposed to be that judgy. I know. I guess we can be judgy to the band. I don't want to be judgy to other. Yeah, if you love L.A. River, more power to you. I love a lot of shit that people, you know. Uh, and oh my god! I mean, man. I'll be honest. Because of my kid this week, I the only thing I well hell in the last month I've listened to Taylor Swift more than I listen to anything else in the fucking world because she's listening to it all the time and she's home. And I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. Yeah. I'm I. She tells me I'm a Swifty, and I'm like, that's cool with me. So I'm sure people listening to this are going like, wow, fuck you. Done. And that's okay, too. Every, I, uh, you know, as long as you're not being racist. You're or, pissed off about being a Swifty at this point in our lives. Like, oh, my God. I mean, so much stuff. Yeah. Worth being mad about. The, the fucking cl- we're in the middle of a climate catastrophe. The world is about to just, you know. Jason Aldean's song is oh, coming out, and we're yeah. you know like let's let's have let's some perspective. Our, yeah, let's get a perspective <laughs> about what what music oh, to be mad about. Yeah, okay. This, All right, this one, yeah, it. this went this went weird. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> if you're still here, um, holler at us on Twitter, Instagram at RancidPod. Probably not on Twitter. I don't know that anybody checks the Twitter. I don't. I think I. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. X. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I'm never saying that. Um, (laughs) I think I got logged out of it, and I don't remember how to get logged back into it. Instagram is probably the best place because that's, or send us an email or a voicemail or the Patreon. Those are great places, but you can find our. All those are great. Yeah. Links on Instagram. Let's, yeah, I'm going to try to focus people there because not that. Yeah, Instagram's good. And, you know, if we can figure out the blues, I I feel like Blue Sky is going to be. Yeah, that's where I mean. For, Maybe we'll all meet over there for Foxy D. Soon. That's where I've taken my, like, I post promo posts on Twitter, but nobody will uh, hook up a young man over here. Well, if you would fucking guy, read, but... the, I've put out, I've ha- I've told, have I've said like, hey, anybody need an invite? And you never say anything. 
So Ooh. next one I get, I will give that. to you. All right. That. There we go. Oh. <laughs> or will I give it to Rancid Pot? No, I'll give it to you. And then you can. Yeah, let's start with me. Yeah. Let's, okay. you know, I'm glad everybody's here first. for this. This is great. This yeah, is I'm great. glad that everybody gets to hear this. And best. you know, I'm not going to edit it out. So um, nope. we'll see you in the pit. You probably play the whole song. Yeah, and then we'll get that's the that's the thing that's that'll be the thing that gets us sued. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's played too much of the local song.